Hey, I'm Gretchen Bridgers of the Always a Lessons Empowering Educators podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Fresh Air at Five, the podcast. I'm your host, Brian Carpenter. Fresh Air at Five is my regular attempt to exercise by walking about my neighborhood to take in podcast content, then reflect in an unedited video, which I finally post to my Twitter channel. This podcast will be a regular collection of the audio from these selfie videos. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresh Air at Five or check out my website, BrianCarpenter.com, for other content I have created and collected. Hey, PLN, Monday, September 13th, 2021, and I'm out here for Fresh Air 5 at the beginning of the week. This is the top of episode 37 of Fresh Air 5, the podcast that'll be coming out this Friday. So stay tuned for the collection of all that that you can find in your podcatcher at the end of this week. So if you miss the dailies, you can catch up and take a listen to all of it later. All right, this morning as I'm out walking, I listened to the Tom Shimmer podcast and it came out just recently and I don't recall the episode number, but I will try to find it and put in the tweet here. But uh, Tom talked about um, taking things too seriously and being too serious and the difference between those things. And he talked in his podcast about how there's seriousness of life and we have to be attentive to the seriousness of life and issues and those things that are going on. But we can't, we have to make sure that we don't take ourselves too seriously because we can get caught up in the issues and the seriousness of the things going around us and it's not having the capacity to laugh at them or to uh, engage them in a less serious manner not to undermine the seriousness of what's going on but to be able to breathe and to be able to do what we need to do. Um, in a really simplistic way, here's an example from me that just happened this past week. We started school and we had lots of challenges with systems in place that were not running as smooth as they should, planning and uh, you know students coming into our online school and and working through class lists for our upcoming uh, in, in-person thing. And anyhow, so it was so busy that I had a plan to work, 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 and do it all, right? But before school started, I made a plan with a fellow teacher uh, to go fishing and to take that teacher fishing and to uh, enjoy the outdoors. But that's before we discovered how much work there was. Friday at about noon, I talked to that teacher and I'm like, you know what, I've got so much to do that I don't know if we can go fishing tomorrow. And uh, I said, but for that very reason, we need to go fishing. So we did, had a great time, and that's that. One more thing coming up. One more thing for September 13th, 2021, following up on the heels of that last segment where I talked about the Tom Shimmer podcast, and it is episode 41, where we're talking about being too serious. We had a great time on Saturday fishing. Totally forgot about the pressure and busyness at work. Not that it went away, but uh, we had a great time of being together in the outdoors, doing something that's fun 
and challenging in its own right. I was able to teach uh, my buddy how to learn to fly fish and, and so we worked through some things and I'm just a fly fisherman myself that has lots to learn but when you can pass along a little bit of what you enjoy and your passion to somebody else makes a difference. All right, Tom. Later in your podcast, you talked to Greg Walcott, and uh, he is the author of a book called The Significant 72, and he focuses in his book and in your conversation with him about the necessary part of relationship building in our educational spaces and how we can, you know, there's a continuum of people that are like so educationally focused but not relational that uh, that is not great for students compared to the others that are, you know, so relationally focused that they're not educational but we have to have good relationships and we have to have academic press to expect out of our students when we have those two things then it starts ticking and students start learning and start growing and deepening their understanding of this thing that we take so seriously so that was really great and then in assessment corner you talked about how do we move assessment practices in our school spaces and uh, I'm not in a position at my school to uh be super involved in that because of the structure of our online program and how we do assessments but we need to be mindful in our face-to-face interactions how we assess and how we expect students to respond um so this is this assessment talk tom is uh is is something that i've struggled with and uh, I, I there's lots of great ideas but uh getting there myself it's the incapable for this guy. I'm willing, but the incapable. So I have to get more exposure. Appreciate it all, Tom. Thanks. Bye. Another one more thing for September 13th, 2021. I just took in the 10 minute teacher podcast with Vicki Davis on episode 758 as Vicki had on guest Nancy Burrill, who is an English language arts teacher and uh, teaches high school in the United States. Didn't catch exactly where, but how she uses pop culture in her uh, English language arts class uh, to get across all the necessary things for an English class. I'm not an English teacher, but uh, it's, it's good and incredible to use pop culture, a place where students are already at and bringing that into our classrooms. I try to do that on occasion, but uh, not nowhere near as successful as Nancy has done. And uh, I haven't had and developed any units around a specific pop culture theme or anything like that. But Nancy has used the Walking Dead TV show because the student challenged her to take it in and watch it. And she did uh, to get some results out of that student and now has been teaching this course in uh, high school to juniors and seniors for a number of years with great results. Fantastic to hear, Nancy, your experience and inspiring because there's so much going on. There's Marvel, there's Star Wars, you know, but are the kids into Star Wars? I know I'm into Star Wars, but are the kids, you know, because it's a different part of our pop culture that I grew up with that maybe they did not. So finding out your students' interests and using those to their advantage in your classroom will bring and pay dividends. Gets back around to what Greg Walcott was talking about on episode 41 of 
the Tom Shimmer Show, as he was talking about building relationships, you gotta find out what interests students and what makes them tick. So this is a great connection between these two podcasts that uh, Tom and and Vicki Davis have uh, on right now about the importance of finding out what is of interest to your students so that you can bring them along their educational journey. Thanks so much, Vicki. Thanks, Nancy. Have a fabulous day. Bye, bye. Bye. Hey, PLN, Tuesday, September 14th, 2021. This morning I got up and I'm tired. It's only Tuesday morning, but we have class starting today. And I was at school late last night setting up a breakout room game for my class as a welcome game and uh, an icebreaker game. And uh, we've got lots of activity today as they come to school for the first day of their two-day-a-week program and uh, welcoming them and being enthusiastic. So I'm glad I'm up this morning because this helps me clear my head, get some thoughts in my head, and uh, a fresh start to the day. So that's why I get up for fresh air at five in the morning. This morning, I listened to Got Tech, the podcast, episode 94, as Eric and Nick bring us a two-part series with episode 95 of the podcast coming in a couple weeks about 25 websites that teachers should know about. And you know, they talk about not using uh, extensions or add-ons or downloadable apps or things like that. But these are all website-based and they're all free to my understanding or freemium that teachers can use these spaces to uh, do some learning uh, with their students and have opportunities. Check out the show notes in episode 94. And the nice thing is, is that, uh, thank you gentlemen for the resources for elementary. I am the library learning commons teacher at my school, which puts me in charge of helping curate resources for teachers across the spectrum at our school. And my experience has typically been middle school and up, and you have a number of websites that could be useful to our K to 5 program and so I'm excited to share the list so far with our teachers in those younger grades. There's lots to say. There's reading, there is math, there is you know some drawing, there's some assisted things like that. So thanks Eric and Nick. Appreciate that. Talk to you guys later. One more thing for September 14th, 2021. I just listened to episode 95 of EdTech Bytes podcast as Gabe Carrillo has on guest Adam Moeller as they talk about edu protocols and different ways of using edu protocols in different spaces to achieve a consistent uh, technique and protocol and pedagogy for delivering content and getting students to think about their learning, not you teaching. So it's about engaging students in the learning process so that they can be the learners and uh, you're guiding on the side. So thank you, Adam uh, and Gabe, for your discussion. Thanks for sharing a beverage together. I like that idea. But you know, Adam, I need to agree with Gabe that I can't drink the IPA can't handle it. I've tried. And I heard it's like drinking black coffee that when you, when you really get into it, that you taste all the flavors, but 
oh, it's too much flavor in some places for me. I'm more of an ale, a dark ale into the porter and like the dark stouts. So that's what I like. It is summertime, so those are pretty heavy for the summer, but uh, that's what I enjoy as it. I'm drinking it with tacos and uh, filling them up with other things like, I don't know, we got our chicken and our fish and stuff like that. So, okay, enough of that. Um, I appreciate the dad jokes that you guys shared. I'm gonna have to uh, write some of those down and drop them in class and get some really big groans and moans from my students and colleagues around. So uh, yes, take a listen to EdTech Bites episode 95. Congratulations, Gabe, you're almost at 100. And uh, we are gonna be paying attention as you and some other podcasters are making your way to the 100 mark in the next few weeks and a couple months. All right, that's it. Have a fabulous rest of your day, everybody. I'm off to school to start first day with our in-building students for their two-day-a-week program. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. APLN, September 15th, 2021, out here for Fresh Art 5 this morning, and I took in episode 71 of Sons of Technology podcast with Joe and Kyle, and thanks, gents, for your fantastic episode, and uh, you're making a difference in teachers' lives. I really enjoy the content you produce, and you get me thinking about things in a different way um, and, and bring good content, so I appreciate your positive nature and the work that you're doing. 9-11 was at the front end of this episode because you guys recorded this on Saturday 9-11 this past weekend. And uh, I was 20 years ago walking into my workplace at, at the pharmaceutical company and one of our uh, ladies in accounting was like, did you see this news? And it was before everybody else got to work because I'm on the West Coast. And uh, we were like, no way, couldn't believe it. And it didn't impact us the same way because we were far, far away from it. But I came to conclude that that moment in time that people can be pretty awful to each other. And we see an example of that. That was really sad. This past Saturday going fishing, I uh, took off with a buddy of mine to go teach him how to fly fish. And uh, he's a history teacher. And uh, we talked about 9-11. We talked about where we were. And uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's a day of remembrance because a lot of people died and lost their lives and uh, it affected how we function and operate. COVID, I think, is another one of those experiences that is shaping our world um, like 9-11 did. All right, uh, the rest of episode 71, Joe and Kyle brought us uh, pop culture examples of teachers in education. So education goes to Hollywood. And uh, I like all the examples you brought, guys. It was fantastic. It was enjoyable. It made me smile because I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. There's some shows though that I have never seen, so I'm gonna have to go find Chalk and take a listen to Chalk. Um, one show you missed that to me made a difference for me was Dangerous Minds with Michelle Pfeiffer. I don't know, maybe it's that uh, she was in it, but I remember that and uh, the opening song by Aerosmith.
one more thing for September 15th, 2021. So I said at the end of that last segment that Dangerous Minds by Michelle Pfeiffer, with Michelle Pfeiffer in it, was an education movie that I recall. And I enjoyed that movie because it was inspiring. Um, reflecting on episode 71 from Sons of Technology podcast with Joe and Kyle. Um, so, you know, like you said, Joe, at the very end, what kind of movie are they going to make about you? And, you know, are you being a teacher that is movie worthy? Or are you being a teacher where you're going to be like Walter White and don't care about your students and don't see the difference that you're making? Get out there and make a difference. Connect with your students. Figure out who they are and how you can be a teacher that is movie worthy. Don't have to, you know, like don't strive to have a movie made after you, but will you have an illustrious career like Mr. Holland's Opus? Enjoyed that movie too. Thanks, gents. Have a great day. Happy Wednesday all. Bye. Hey, PLN, it is Thursday, September 16th, 2021, and this morning I'm out for fresh air at 5, and the air is fresh, and the temperature is 8 degrees Celsius, and coolest fresh air at 5 I've had since the spring, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a nice morning to be out, refreshing, and uh, this week has been really hard. We started our classes with our students this week, students were in our building for their blended learning program, and they're only in the building for two days a week, and we we have a middle day with our younger kids so I'm supporting teachers as the library learning commons teacher and getting accounts to kids and all that manner of thing and it has been a full full week I call it full and rich you know which is a positive way of looking at the you know up to your eyeballs in the stuff and you know it's it's busy but there's um, it's good I'm doing things that are needed to be done. It uh, is hard to, uh, you know, keep going at moments, but that's okay. I love my job. I love what I do. I love this career. And if I didn't love it, I would get out because it's a lot of work and I see the reward um, in students' eyes and teachers' eyes. So that's fantastic. All right. This morning for Fresh Air at 5, I listened to uh, a bonus episode of my educational duct tape with Jake Miller. And it's the episode where Jake shares the content of an interview that he had with Fonz Mendoza on episode 81 of My EdTech Life podcast. So gentlemen, thank you so much for being together in one spot because then I can talk about both of your podcasts at the same time. Uh, Jake, great to hear your story again. You know, it's the second time in, a, in, in two weeks that I've heard um, your story because Tony Vincent was the host of Educational Duct Tape a bit ago and uh, now you're being interviewed by Fonz Mendoza. It is so true that we have to figure out how to balance it all. You know, I appreciate, Jake, you being vulnerable and sharing your authenticity about the life that you have and that your kids are so important. Okay, I'm pausing. I got a, one more thing to say. Hang on, Jake. One more thing for September 16th, 2021 on the reflecting on Maya Tech Life, uh, an episode where Fonz Mendoza recorded with Jake and had Jake as a guest. And Jake has now repurposed that and put it on My Educational Duct Tape, a bonus episode. So thanks for sharing that, Jake. I was saying that as you uh, share 
your your life with us and how you balance it and how your kids are so very important. You know, we out there in the podcast land, and I've got a podcast, Fresh Air at Five, that you're going to be hearing me talk on. Uh, this segment will go on to that uh, for this week. Um, it's important that we figure out how to balance the work, the positional job that we have, the professional work that we do that could be beyond our positional job. We have to be professional in order to be positional. As, and then also our passion area so that we can, um, you know, enjoy something and sometimes those things overlap a lot and sometimes they don't and beyond that our personal well-being and our personal self those four quadrants come out of a book called bounce like a pirate by uh, Jessica Johnson and uh, Sarah Johnson and Jessica Cabine and how they talk about um, you know the the balance in life and balancing work-life balance and it's not a teeter-totter it is a platter with different parts on different parts of the plate and if we push hard on one the plate will fall off so we can do that for a short period of time like that I did this week uh, but as we go through we got to figure out how to recalibrate and readjust so that we get back into balance can we be balanced ever perfectly nope not really but can we work on a chain achieving some measure of that yes we can so Jake appreciate that lots of great things you talked about people go take a listen to Jake Miller it's not often that you hear him as a guest so this is one of those opportunities and Fonz thanks for having Jake on your show I won't be listening to my educational my edtech life later today because I'm listening to it right now uh, so yes thank you gentlemen appreciate both of you two of my favorite people out there that I listen to have a fabulous day bye-bye Another one more thing for September 16th, 2021. I just listened to episode eight of Control Alt Achieve podcast with Eric Kurtz. And it was episode eight. And Eric, thank you for bringing us this update so that we can learn about a tool that we, many of us, love and enjoy and some new features that are therein. You talked this in episode eight of your podcast about the new features in Screencastify for viewer analytics and interactive questioning. And so thanks for that. I was not aware that that was coming and that's why we listen to podcasts so that we can get these updates and I appreciate that so much. Can't believe it's been three years since you were here in my town for uh, the Berry Best Summit uh, for the Google Summit with EdTech Team Canada. And thanks so for coming and being a guest at our uh, conference back then. Great to sit down over a beverage and have some fish tacos at Fieldhouse Brewing the night before. All right, Eric, thanks so much for, uh, yeah, I'm saying thanks a lot. Um, the new features that he's talking about have to do with viewer analytics and how Screencastify has put in place the ability for us to know how many times uh, a video that we make is clicked and so that we can get a sense of are our students and viewers watching this as intended or not and also uh, the new interactive questions feature uh, makes it like Edpuzzle. Now I've never used Edpuzzle. I honestly haven't. I've been aware of Edpuzzle but now that this is built into Screencastify, there's a pretty good chance that I will use interactive questions when I create some videos for instruction in my class to check for understanding as opposed to, I don't know, giving them a Google form with a quiz or something like that. So I'm going to, I'm looking forward to working with this and tr checking this out and uh, 
it's all possible coming mid-September. So this episode that Eric put out came out on September 12th, which is almost mid-September. It is currently September 16th, which is mid-September. So I'll have to go check my Screencastify to see if these things are there. Have a fabulous day, Eric. We'll talk to you later. Talk to you all later. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hey PLN, it's Friday, September 17th, 2021. We made it to Friday, people. Friday's not over, but we made it to the end of the week, and here we are. This week has been so full for me. We've had students in the building, and because of that, I've been involved as the library learning commons teacher and helping sort out tech issues for students so that we can get them onto their devices for learning and accounts and Wi-Fi and all that goes on with that because it's tedious and it takes time. And so this week has been a full week of extraordinary things for me that once we get them settled, it'll be all okay in that regard and then we can get on with things. So I've been working with teachers to support students as they try to get their devices connected. We have a number of younger students that are new to our school who don't understand how our system works, and that's a lot of things going on. So, uh, yes, glad to be out for a walk this morning, clearing my head. I went to bed at 7.30 last night because I was so tired. But here we are now, it's Friday morning, and it is starting to rain. We're expecting a large rainfall here today of about probably 25 to 50 millimeters of rain. And so I'm thankful it's not pouring right now. All right, this morning as I uh, was, oh, I'm out walking, I listened to the Staff Room podcast with Che and Pav. And uh, it was, this was at episode 94 and Pav had her interlude where she talks about is teaching loss a myth or not? And she looked at uh, the past year and a half of the pandemic and related it to, are we as teachers missing out because of the pandemic? Have there been things that have gone on that have taken away from our joy of our jobs? Um, learning loss as related to students is a thing that has been talked about whether it's true or not and that's up for a debate um, but uh, has, uh, what about teaching loss I'll talk more about that in the next segment in a moment one more thing for September 17th 2021 continuing my thoughts on the staff room podcast interlude episode at 94 with Pav as she talks about teaching loss is it a myth or not and uh as I was listening, a whole lot of things came rushing back to me. Pav, you wrote and pre pre, you know, presented a great case for how the pandemic has affected, how it's affected us as educators in this career and job and passion that we have to work with uh, young people to grow their understanding of concepts that they may not know and watch them develop and grow. And... The, the question on the table is, did teachers get ripped off? Did they lose out in this? And my perspective from me, I go, it, it, it was hard. It was different. It was a lot. And I can't speak for all the teachers in my district. And it's really dark right now. I'm sorry. Um, but I, uh, I'm speaking for myself and my school. And we had 
At my school, my online school, we had an influx of students. We had almost double our regular registration for our online programs because uh, they, they couldn't be supported the same way in the regular schools because of restrictions and hybrid and cohorts and those kinds of things. We had a full slate of students. But how did that affect me? Well, it put more pressure because I had more students to take care of, and I'm not complaining about that, not at all. But it did take away from the amount of individual time I could give to a student because I had so many more students. Is that fair? Nope, it's not fair at all to those students that I had, but it is what it was. And so I'm going to say for myself that teaching loss, it was part of it, but it gets back to more quality of life things for me. Um, looking forward to breaks, looking forward to having rest and uh, doing my job. I was able to do my job, had a great year. And so I'm going to say for me, we're all good. I'm glad it's now and we can move on. One last thing for Friday, September 17th, 2021. I just picked up the Leader of Learning episode 122 with Dr. Dan Krinas as he brings us guest Sean Bean, who is the president and leader at the Midwest Teachers Institute, which is a college program that can provide uh, graduate level uh, studies for teachers and educators to level up. So, Sean, it was great to hear you talk to Dan, to Dan and uh, talk about growth mindset. He didn't specifically, specifically, but it's about bettering ourselves. It's about understanding when we have a need for something, how we can go about getting more than what we need. It could be a graduate program, like a master's in something in, in education, and your organization can help provide a route for teachers to be able to get that. Uh, I appreciate hearing you talk about the relevance of our work that we do. And if we can't know the relevance of why we do it other than, well, that's the way it's always been done, that's a lame excuse. And we need to get out from underneath that excuse and know why we're teaching our students and other interacting with people in the ways that we are. Uh, it's about being relevant. So thank you so much, gentlemen, for your thoughts. I appreciate that. And so uh, I'm going to say it right here. If you need a master's program, I would recommend that you go and check out Midwest Teachers Institute. I have not, so I am not endorsing it, but I'm going to say go check it out. Make a decision for yourself. And Sean, thank you for your enthusiasm for uh, being a leader and an educator. And it comes through from what I hear from you and Dan. All right, take a listen to this episode 122, Leader of Learning Podcast with Dan Krinas. Peace out. Happy Friday to you all. Bye-bye. As my one word for 2021 is appreciate, I appreciate you giving me a listen as I've created this podcast experience for you. It's a unique Blinkist or Coles Notes version of the content I take in, like a highlight reel so that you can hopefully find other interesting podcasts you may not have considered before. I've recorded the specific podcast episodes in the show notes for your learning convenience. 
Please subscribe so you don't miss any of my upcoming episodes. And if you enjoy this podcast and its format, share it with someone else. Tweet about your experience or give it a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Fresh Air at 5 can also be found on Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here and on the Education Podcast Network. Podcast for educators, podcast by educators. I hope you have a fantastic day and get some fresh air before the day is out. And take care of yourself because you're worth it.